Hi everyone, it's Morgan here, just dropping in to let you know that this episode is a particularly heavy one, so please check the content warnings before you listen. Other than that, enjoy the show! Planar Prod presents The Attic Monologues, episode 13, Nights Like These. Hello, hello, future Nicks. The time is 2.58 on the 24th of November. I know, I know, my poor sleep schedule, as if it ever existed. So today we've been making chocolate chip cookies. Not for any particular reason, they're just easy and I like them. What more reason does one need to do things in this world? God damn it. Rabbit chocolate chips. But that's fine. That's fine. Should have checked the cupboards before I started baking. My bad. But it's okay. I'll just... I'll just make vanilla cookies instead. Chipless chop chip. It's still sugar and it's still baking, so it's still fine. minutes at 170 degrees or five minutes at 200 three trays that's 15 minutes total and i can always go buy chocolate later melt it drizzle it over the top <laughs> who needs chips when you can drown the cookies instead <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You're fine. You're fine. Nix? Nix? What are you doing? It's 3am. So? Why are you up? Why are you baking? Why are you up? I'm always up. Were you talking to yourself? Technically, I'm talking to future Nicks. They're a very captive audience, keeping me company while I bake. Nicks, I'm worried about you. I didn't know you cared. What's that supposed to mean? So you're talking to me now. Nicks, we've been talking. We are now, sure. Where have you been the last week? Busy. Working. Not leaving your room for days? Avoiding social contact? Feels a little hypocritical, if you ask me. Could you stop for five seconds? Hey, you come for me, I'll come for you. I'm not coming for you, God, Nicks. I'm just worried. I'm allowed to be worried about you, right? Someone bloody has to be, since you clearly aren't. Or are you going to tell me you aren't just ignoring the manic episode you're clearly in the middle of? Honestly, I haven't been taking the time to psychoanalyse myself. I'm just making use of the energy before I crash and can't function for a week. The longer I ignore thinking about it, the longer it should last. You know that's not how it works. Oh, do I? I'm sorry, which of us is the one living with it? Do I go around telling you how your depression works? Listen, I'm just trying to help. Well, you're not. 
So just go back to your room and be fucking depressed and enjoy the manic-made cookies I'll leave by your door in the morning. If you leave them on the floor, the mice will eat them? <laughs> Look at us, huh? What the hell is wrong with us? Where do you want to start? You're funny. Listen, Bella, for, for what it's worth, I am sorry for making you angry. You, you get why I was angry, right? Because I scared you. Nix, I was terrified. You get a letter in the post with a death threat inside and then suddenly I can't get hold of you for hours? I hadn't really thought of it like that. You hadn't really thought about it like that? I mean, it's not the first death threat I've had. What? You're going to need to give me some context for that. I grew up openly trans. It doesn't take much. You... you never said. I didn't want to worry you. And, and look, I'm still alive, so it, it doesn't matter. Until it does. Until one day you don't come home and I'm waiting for a phone call that never comes. It is kind of a miracle I'm okay, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I was wasted in the middle of the city at night and all I have to show for it is a cold that went away in a couple of days. That's what you do, Nix. You throw yourself into danger and somehow miraculously come out unscathed and all it does is teach you you're immortal. I'm not immortal. I'm like so mortal. I'm very aware of how mortal I am. <laughs> Are you? Is that why you keep making the same cycle of mistakes? Because you have a death wish, huh? Is that it? Hey, don't turn this back on me again. You're the one who's brought up death wishes, Bells. Got anything to add? I'm fine. Oh, are you? I'm fine. Bells, please, if I'm not allowed to lie about my feelings, then neither are you. If I'm stuck in a cycle, so are you. We all are making the same mistakes we did in sixth form, letting ourselves walk down the same path. As if we don't know exactly where we're headed. As if we didn't promise each other we wouldn't do that again. Or at least, we wouldn't let ourselves go alone. You and me, Bells. I don't know when, but I think we lost sight of each other. We keep asking that same question like we promised. One of us always asks, are you okay? And the other always says, 
I'm fine, as if those words have any meaning anymore except stop asking, and so we do. We just let each other go, because it's easier than pushing. I want to talk to you. I want to tell you everything, all the time. I want to tell you about the cool birds I saw in the park, and how much everything hurts, and anything, and everything in between. But I don't think you want to talk back. I think you want to make yourself a well for my problems, for everyone else's problems, so you don't have to fill yourself up with your own. And you don't deserve that. I think you want to bottle up all your feelings somewhere they'll die a slow and painful death. And maybe that's why you couldn't accept my apology the first time, even though you said you did, even though you wanted to. I did accept it. I told you I did. I'm not the only one who's pulled a vanishing act recently. You can't tell me you haven't been avoiding me. You can't tell me it wasn't because you were angry. Except yours... Yours lasted a week, Bella. I wasn't gone. I haven't left my room. That's just a different kind of gone. Maybe I didn't want to accept your apology. But I did. And maybe that is why I had to be away for a while. Because I, I, I care about you so much, it breaks my heart. And because I wanted you to feel just a little bit like I felt. That's a dick move, Rose. Yeah, maybe. It wasn't just me, was it? You haven't been okay for ages, and I... I tried, didn't I? To reach out, but I guess I didn't try hard enough. I let you slip away. My mental health is not your responsibility. But I want it to be. I want to be, like, your rock. You're mine, you know? I know. I am fine, though. Really, I'm just... I'm so tired, Nick. It's like pushing a rock up a hill, knowing it's seconds away from crushing you any moment. Except the hill behind you is vanishing, so you can't even look back. Stuck between a rock and an empty place. That doesn't sound like just tired. I've seen your arms, Bella. I 
it's not like I was trying to or anything. I didn't mean to, but I, I've known you a long goddamn time, Bells. I know the signs. Staying in your room for ages, not going outside, not talking to people or replying to messages. Wearing long sleeves, not eating. There's a bunch of stuff in your fridge that went out on date last week. I don't think you've noticed yet. And all that, it started before this week, so I know it wasn't just me. And I knew you didn't want to talk, so I didn't try. But I'm worried. I'm allowed to be worried, and so are you. We could both be doing badly at the same time. It's not like we get the luxury of taking turns. Please. Be honest with me. I'm as fine as I can be. No, don't look at me like that. Everything is always awful. You know that as much as I do. I'm trying to explain, but you know this is hard for me. Even with you. So give me some credit. On the relative scale of things, Nix, I'm fine. I'm not important. I'm still remembering to drink water. I've shown up to my online classes. I've brushed my teeth every day for the past week. This is so far from rock bottom. I'm basically on the moon. You've seen rock bottom. You know what it looks like. That's the reason you haven't tried to push. Because you know it can be so much worse. I've got terrible coping mechanisms, sure. So have you. So has Lola and Seth and every other person on this goddamn planet. It's not like I've run away and dropped off the face of the earth. It's not like I'm trying to kill myself. So really, I'd call that a win. The bar is so low for fine, it's about six feet under. <laughs> You're funny. It shouldn't be that low. It's always been that low, Nick. It has been for years. At this point, just living through the day is a bloody miracle. But we do. The only difference between us is that I do something that people get locked up in padded cells for. You do something that makes you popular at parties. That, that's not... You disappear into a bottle and everybody cheers when you shout Shakespeare in the garden despite the fact that you're almost falling off your stool and your lips are going blue and suddenly you're trying to burn down every bridge in reach. But that's just how drunk people are and so it's perfectly fine. Are you drunk right now? No. Have you been drinking? Right. So everything you said in that apology meant nothing, didn't it? No, no, Bella, I meant, I meant everything I said. I meant it. That it's not like that. I'm not going anywhere. And 
I thought you were asleep and it wasn't just, it wasn't much. I just wanted, I wanted my head to be quiet for a second. Maybe you should, have you talked about this? Not with me, but with your therapist? I never have to see that dick again. Why? Because I quit. Quit what? Therapy. Why the hell would you do that? I wasn't exactly going to stick around for much longer. Not after he started trying to convince me that my gender identity was a reactionary result of my unstable upbringing and that with enough sessions he hopes we'll work through it. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. That's awful. Mm -hmm. It really is. And before you ask, no, I'm not looking for a new one. I... I don't have the energy right now to unpack my trauma to someone new all over again. That's fair. What do you do instead? Nothing. Mum still doesn't believe in, you know, mental health or anything. And I can't exactly afford to. So I just. You were right. I just bottle it up. You can tell me anything. You know that, right? I know people say that all the time. They say they feel you, they're here for you, and then when you need them, they close the door. But I'm not. I want to be here for you more than anything in the world, Bella. I want to. No matter how awful the rain clouds seem, no matter how much you feel like falling, I want to catch you. I want to try. Next. I. <laughs> Get a chair! I'm trying! Give me a sec! Can you, like, wave a tea towel or something? Disperse the smoke? Should I open the windows Give or. Give me a sec! Watch out! Saved me from a trip to A&E just there. Yeah. Uh, Any time. I swear to God, you two, pack it in and go to bed. It's 3am. Why the hell are you cooking? Sorry, Sam. Emergency supplies for the bake sale fundraiser tomorrow? Total accident. Won't happen again. Sleep well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, please tell me there's an actual fundraising bake sale. There is next week. <laughs> You're terrible. We're terrible. 
At this rate, Sam will have moved out by Christmas. Just be glad there isn't a bake sale tomorrow. Or you might get kicked off the prod team if you showed up with these <laughs> charcoal briquettes and called them cookies. Eh, put enough icing on them. I'm sure they'll taste good. I think you could draw cave paintings with these things, Nixie. Two for the price <laughs> of one? It's a foodstuff and a writing utensil. Bargain, really. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll help you clear up. You don't have to. Don't worry, I want to. It's not like... I'm not going to sleep much tonight anyway. I could use the company. You were right. I... Neither of us is doing well right now, and... Usually we're better at holding each other accountable. Hmm. Okay. New rule. The word fine is illegal. Every time one of us says it, we have to put a pound in the I'm fine jar. And at the end of the year, we can go for dinner somewhere fancy. As a treat. Or something. Maybe we'll even have enough to go on holiday. Okay. Now. Now. We have to clean the kitchen. I think we need some music. It's 3am. We'll play it quietly. No, wait. I have Bluetooth headphones. We'll take one each. <laughs> okay, Nixie. But you're the one who has to clean the oven. Bella. Thank you so much for listening to The Attic Monologues. If you're enjoying our show, please consider supporting us through our Patreon or Ko-fi to help us compensate the hard work our team puts into every episode. You can find links in the show notes below. Alternately, you can leave us a review or tell a friend, an enemy, or your oblivious love interest to listen. This episode was written and produced by Morgan Greensmith and directed by Ellen Clohesse. It was script edited by Ellen Clohesse and Soren Briarwood. The sound design was by Anna Leclerc and the theme tune was composed by Wilkie Morrison. In this episode, you heard the voices of Atlas Morgan as Nix Ryland, Anne Ryan as Bella Crow, Kit Lovick as Sam Harris. The logo was designed by Ailey Lang. The social media is run by Soren Briarwood. You can find us on Twitter at Attic Monologues and on Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, and TikTok at The Attic Monologues. For more information on our show, our crew, our policies, or other shows made by our people, check out our website, www.planarprod.com. Episode 14, The Man of Many Turns, will be out on May 25th. See you then. Like walk out into the kitchen and they're just standing there in each other's arms as if the rest of the bloody universe doesn't exist. Smoke everywhere. My ears are still ringing from the alarm waking me up at three in the bloody morning. And they're staring soulfully into each other's eyes. Like, just... Make out or don't, please. If I'd known I was going to have to deal with this, I wouldn't have agreed to live with them. But they are not <laughs> running me out of this flat. I love this flat. It has big windows and it is only ten minutes from the library. I just wish they'd just get on with it.
and not subject me to a 24-hour romantic drama. Like, the other day, I was just minding my business. And do you know what they were doing? Do you know what they were doing? Today's episode features a trailer for Seven of Hearts, a queer horror tragedy podcast about a group of friends and a murder mystery. If you enjoy the Attic Monologues, we think you should check out this show. But we'll leave them to do the talking. So without further ado, Seven of Hearts. watching, waiting. You wouldn't know, would you? No, of course you wouldn't. Still smoking, I see. <laughs> Still acting like I give a damn about your opinion. There's nobody here. Nobody here, just my imagination. Look, you either need to leave me alone or show yourself, because I'm not doing this. You don't even know what's coming. Don't worry. I promise in the end, it will be quick. You really don't see anything wrong with making a coke and mentos volcano in the dorm bathroom. Really? No. Nope. 